What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. All right, good people. Welcome to another episode of the M-W Tactical Podcast. And of course, I got the mad scientist sitting next to me. What's going on, Dave? I'm back. Back from Florida again. Seems like I um, spend every other weekend there, but I'm back. What's up, Mike? Hey, not much, man. But um, I do want to talk about your Florida trip because it looked to be a lot of fun. It was? Yeah. Um, also, I, I want to take the show to a different direction, and I want to talk about or hear your thoughts about that father who tackled the guy on the wrestling mat. Uh, okay. I, I did hear about it. You maybe give me some more details about it, but I think I did hear about it. Okay. Yeah, we want to talk about that. And then um, I had another discussion about dry fire. I wanted to um, hit you. Yeah. Back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but um, outside of that, though, man, let's start off with um, your Florida trip, right? How how was that? Because you actually took first place in Masters. I did. So uh, I went two weeks prior to the Florida State Championship to this uh, Gainesville Level 2 match that didn't work out too well. I mentioned that in the last uh, podcast, but right. <laughs> that was just an ammo malfunction that, you know, it sucks, but it happens occasionally. Um, Florida State match was different. I uh, took care of everything. <laughs> my gun worked, my ammo works, and had a great time. The weather was very nice, man. It was middle of January, and it was 80 degrees on the range. Um, Shannon Smith put on a great match, um, and I ended up uh, first master and f- uh, uh, fourth. Fourth in open, I think. Third or fourth in open. There was yeah. one PCC GM that snuck in there somewhere. Yeah, you told me it was fourth because I was confused and I was like, because I keep thinking you're a grandmaster, but you know, but we got to think it back into existence, right? Um, not there yet. I'm gonna work on it this year. GM GM is this year. 2020 is the GM year. Yeah, you got that, man. That's that's hands down. You got that. <laughs> so um. So now that you you made first place and everything, yeah, and you I want to say, did you beat out what two grandmasters? Well, there were uh, eighteen or nineteen GMs in open, so I, I beat most of them. Only oh, wow. th- only three of them got me. Now that's that's a feat right there. You know what I'm saying? So that that tells you you are ready. So um, it was uh, speedy. Um, won won the match. He he's a Florida resident, so he was the Florida State Championship. But I shot ninety three point something percent of him. I've I've been trying to catch him for a couple years, man. He's fast. That's, yeah, he say, didn't have that name for nothing. <laughs> yeah, the videos I've seen of this guy, I was like, wow, that's how he earned that name. <laughs> Lescar Lescar is a good shooter, man. He's been at it a long time. Um, right. I'm going to catch up with him, though. I told him that when I was on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> did he just smile at you? And say, yeah, yeah, he did. I showed him my first place master 
plaque. He he had this giant golden trophy, so it was a little minuscule compared to that. But I told him I was coming after. Him. Oh, wow. That's that's <laughs> awesome, though, man. Congratulations <laughs> on um taking that win. Also, and um, I'm I'm glad you did bring that back to the area. I'm glad you bring that brought that back to the area. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was a fun match. Um, check it out. Shannon Smith puts on some good matches, and uh, I'm going back in February for the Florida Open. Nice. Now, does he have anything to do with um, the one in March that I was talking to you about, the Area 6? Uh, no, not directly. Uh, that's uh, Manny Bragg and Gorka Ibanez that are doing the Area 6 match at their range. They're both in Florida, but... Um, not directly related. It's um, Shannon and uh, uh, Shannon does the stuff at the Universal Shooting Academy, mm-hmm. uh, but he's not doing the Area Six match this year. Gotcha. gotcha. Well, like I said, I signed up for it. I'm ready for it. Him and uh, Frank Garcia, uh, I think, actually owns the range there, Universal. But um, Gorka is um, and and Manny run the one for Area Six. Um, I can't remember the name of their range now, but anyway, it's it's closer. It's closer than Shannon's range. It doesn't take nine hours to get there like it does to Universal. Now, speaking of that, like we said earlier, there was a dad who was watching his son do a wrestling match, and the opponent of the son did an illegal move, and pretty much he just picked him up and suflex body slammed him and landed on his neck. And before you knew it, the dad ran out and tackled the guy who did it. Okay. He he got arrested. Um, he had like a thousand dollar bond. Um, it was something like that. So he's gonna report, he's gonna answer to that. So was it assault? Is that what he got charged for? Um, I can't remember if it was assault or if it was something to do with because it was a school event. Yeah. You know, and so um, but more than likely it probably was assault, you know, but like I said, he got arrested. He had a bond. So, yeah. And that goes back to our conversation that you and I had um, maybe two or three months ago when we was talking about children mm-hmm. and, you know, um, parents getting overreacting when something happens. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I've been involved with that. My son and I, or my son uh, played, uh, my, you know, the little league baseball and I was the assistant coach on the team for, for a couple of years. And uh, I definitely, I definitely understand that some of the parents just totally get out of control mm-hmm. um, with kids sports. And um, I don't know all the circumstances of, of, of the dad in this wrestling situation. Um, it sounds excessive, but if there was an actual danger to my son, you know, if I were in that position, I, I would want to stop it. I don't know that I would want to hurt the other kid or whatever happened, but, you know, maybe just get in between them. If there was, he was actually trying to hurt my son and the referee wasn't doing anything about it. I don't know. I don't know the details of it, but yeah, um, there's a video clip. I'll send you the video um, so you can actually check it out. But um, it was like, as soon as the slam happened, the ref called it illegal and, before you knew it, the guy was like already getting tackled. It happened that fast. <laughs> oh well, if the ref called it, man, I don't know. I mean, yeah, that happens. I mean, you're wrestling each other. Yeah, and this know. is what I've said about this, and I've spoken to a few people about it. 
And I do understand like that's you, your child. You don't want your child to get hurt. You don't want nobody else hurting your child. But when you play in sports, what are you actually teaching your children by doing something like that? Yeah. You know, if it was in under control, you know, the ref had it under control, then that's the game. In my opinion, I mean, that's, that's the sport. That's the game. I, I, you know, I haven't seen the video, but, uh, pretty interesting. but now have you seen anything like that in your years of shooting, anything like that to taking place over, um, in shooting any, anything like what tell me, um, that resembles that incident. Whereas like, Say like if you happen to call or you saw somebody call a no shoot and it was on the line, but they didn't understand the rules clearly and the parents just went off. Um, personally, I have not. Well, no, that's not true. Actually, I do have I take that back. Yes, I have seen that at my own club at CSRI Shooters. I have seen that. Yeah, so um, and it was away from the sport. Overall. It was disturbing, mm-hmm. uh, for for a couple reasons. Yes, yeah, because just like any sport you play, were you baiting me with that? You knew about that. You were baiting no, me with. No, that. actually, I wasn't baiting you. I wasn't baiting you. But I was saying <laughs> overall, like, have you ever seen it? You know, across, <clears throat> um, like for instance, I was in Virginia one time, and it was a couple that was shooting. And they was pretty much new to the sport, so they probably shot three or four matches before. The husband was going off on every call, you know. And you know, like how you look at the perf, the perf, and yeah, it's that difference between that Alpha and Charlie. And it wasn't touching the line, so he wife ended up getting a Charlie. He was making big deals about that, you know. Um, he ended up getting disqualified, and he made a big deal about that. And I was like, dude, you clearly broke the one eighty. <laughs> You know, I even called that, and and that was back when I like was first coming into USPSA. I have since I've been shooting, I've only argued one call from an RO mm-hmm. uh, as far as the perf goes because it was shot on a target. It was a partial target that was uh, had duct tape on a black duct tape. Right. which is uh, not the best tape to use when you're making, you know, partial targets because it, it, it's yeah. flexible and expands and contracts. Mm-hmm. And, and when you shoot it, it does it, it, it kind of contracts and doesn't leave a full diameter hole in it. So it, it's kind of hard to tell um, when you get really close to the, to the tape there. And I, it wasn't even an argument. I just wanted a, uh, an overlay, which is a common thing. I mean, you get range officers have these cards to, overlay holes and targets and and you know get a better idea of where the shot is actually landed if it looks you know if the hole looks a little off um man i don't know i had a uh that incident with our club where there's a father um that didn't shoot but he was like the you know i compare him to some of the the, the baseball dads that um my son and i dealt with when we were playing baseball and uh it, it kind of sickens me, man, because, you know, I'm a, I'm a father myself and, and um, these these dads are, are to the point where they're pushing their kids and, and making them cry, you know, at, at this game. 
that they're supposed to be enjoying, and it's a game. <laughs> it's, it's, I think by doing that, you're pushing them away. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm absolutely the, sure that's what's happening. Yeah, when they when they get the chance to make a conscious decision to either do it or not, they're going to choose not to because it's going to reflect back to that bad experience. Absolutely. Why why would you want to continue doing that? If if you have a choice, you know, and you can make your own choice, why would you continue doing something that, that is miserable? Yeah, exactly. But let me tell you something that I discovered off of being miserable. Okay. Um, <laughs> you got like um, experience with that? Yeah. So, <laughs> a, a while back, I was talking to somebody and uh, we was talking about transitioning from one target to another target. Okay. And I had the bad habit of tracing my sights to the target, you know, yeah. versus looking at the target and bringing the sights to wherever I was looking at. So, and this just opened my eyes up recently probably about two months ago while I was dry firing, when I caught myself tracing with the sights, I was like, all right, I need to break this. So I look at the target. And then when I put myself under the clock, I was literally faster by looking at the target and bringing the sights to the target versus tracing it over. Yeah, definitely. And and I bet you were more accurate with your stop stopping also. Yes. Cause I wasn't going past it like that inch or whatever. (laughs) Yeah. So that was the one thing that I really took away from that talking about transitions. So I will say anybody who's doing that, if you're looking at a target, turn your head, look at the next target and then bring the sight onto that target, you know, and I literally discovered it was faster, you know, just it, it definitely is. Yeah. So it's probably a good way to start, you know, if you're if you're just learning to shoot and, and learning side alignment and learning your your index of you know coming out of the holster. It's probably a good way to start mm-hmm. finding your side alignment and then following it from target to target just while you're getting used to shooting. But when you start trying to pick up speed, um, it's really your eyes need to transition first. Find that alpha zone on the target you know, a split second before you bring the gun there, your eyes are always going to be faster than the gun movement. Right. Um, and I think it, 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 you know, your eyes are there first, you're focusing on the alpha zone and then your gun as you're transitioning tends to stop in the correct position a lot easier. Also, you don't end up like overshooting the, the alpha zone having to come back, you know, backtrack. It's um, as as you might if you were just following along with the front sights or whatever sight. Yeah. So um, I did a little bit of that this weekend um, when I was shooting and did two matches. One was at Pontucky in Augusta and the other one was at Sand Hill in Lugolf, South Carolina. And Doing that, I, I feel more confident doing it now than when I first discovered it and when I first talked about it. You know, I take well, it takes practice, man. That's it's yeah. not an easy thing to just decide to do. You can't just decide to do it and then it's there. Right. It, it takes some some conscious effort uh, to make yourself do that. But the best part about it was I was doing it in competition, but I really wasn't pushing myself on. Sunday at Sand Hill. 
And the only reason why, because we had um, a lot of new shooters on the squad. And I was focused more on the safety aspect of everybody having fun and keeping it safe. Yeah. Not so much, you know, let me do this. Let me work on this. I can always do that because I do enough level one matches to work on stuff. But um, Saturday in Augusta, the one weekend when I was looking forward to going to do a lot of gun and run, they didn't, ha- they didn't give that option this time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, um, and you know, the but memory stage. Mid-Carolina? No, no, this was at Pine Tucky. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. So um, the memory stage that they had, it was enough to make you creep as you're walking. So that you couldn't blaze through it. You, you had to creep the way they had it set up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this weekend I have some, some matches or some stages set up just for you. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I like how that sounds. The only thing that scared me was when you put it out there, Bring some extra ammo. Huh? <laughs> well, it's not. I just not really. I mean, we're shooting six stages. We're not going to shoot that many much ammo, like less than two hundred rounds. But I've got one that's uh thirty six rounds, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, a couple thirty twos and a twenty eight. I don't know. That's just the way the stages ended up, and I like pulling the trigger. So we're gonna have a high round count for our little local one match here. Yeah, I like how that sounds. So. <laughs> You know, me and the Taco Commander, we started this thing. Whenever we um, shoot, we kind of bet against each other. And yeah. if I beat him, he'll pay for my meal. If, okay. if he beats me, I got to pay for his beer because I don't drink. So Okay. <laughs> but So who who won the last one? He did. Because which one was that, Sandhills? That was the Sandhill match. And it was only because of... I wasn't in it mentally, but at the same time, I was more, you know, doing more RO duties and, you know, coaching the new people. Yeah, that can be that can be a distraction, man. But yeah, I know I, I get it. Yeah. So the um your guest coming on him and his crew have the the green gun uh, challenge that they do. Oh, what's the green gun challenge? With the, they have their little group that um, competes. You know, they're all shooting limited division, and the winner for that match gets to take home the green gun, which is just like a, it's like a plastic uh, training gun or whatever. But that's the, that's their trophy. <laughs> that's what they bet, <laughs> and it, it just changes hands. You know, as as the next you know match, and and whoever wins the next match. Within their group, you know. Oh man, I think it's cool. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds cool, but I'm going to ask about that too. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if you're worthy of earning the green gun. You're going to have to talk to those guys. (laughs) I'm not worthy of it. I can't earn the green gun. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to. I'm definitely going to ask about that. You know. So, um, for those of you who are listening, um, what he's talking about is the guest interview this week is Nathan Gray. Um, if you remember. We had the South Carolina coordinator, Lucky Gray, on at the beginning of the season. And this time we're going to bring on his son. And his son is still a teenager, but he is very good. You know, so we're going to have a conversation with him and we're going to talk a little bit about his shooting adventure. Yep. So anything else you want to um, cover, um, bring up? 
Uh, we're I guess when the, when this is going to air, it'll be past our uh, CS first CSRA shooters match of the year. But we're, we're going to do it every fourth Saturday um, of of every month this year. So um, come out and shoot with us. We're gonna um, we're gonna be planning some new stuff uh, with stages and props. And come on out and have a good time. Shoot with us. Hey, that's it right there. Like I said, I have fun when I come out there. So, but I'm looking forward to this couple stages with 30 plus rounds so. <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> i'm looking forward to this all right so right now i'll just tell you um everybody go ahead and sit back and check out these commercials until we come back what's up good people thank you for taking the time and listening to the m-w tactical podcast please Go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. Hey, this is Brian Conley at Hunter's HD Gold. If you've never tried Hunter's HD Gold, then I challenge you to find me at a match next year. Go to the website under scheduled events, find out where I'm gonna be, come meet me in person and demo a pair for yourself. Find out why shooters across the United States are changing to Hunter's HD Gold to get 43% more light to their eyes, better contrast, eyes that are not fatigued at the end of the day based on the, the colors that we use, and find out the real meaning of why they change so you don't have to. So check us out on our website, huntershdgold.com, and I look forward to seeing you at the range soon. The Gun Cleaners. Our solvent is, I think, second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you still carry. The gun cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The gun cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result, is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Woodland from m-wtactical.com and co-host of the Black Man with the Gun podcast. We are reaching out to ask everyone that is in earshot to help us raise money to put four law enforcement officers in jiu-jitsu training for a year. We are looking to raise the money two ways. First, if you live in the state of South Carolina and want to get your concealed weapons permit, the instructor fee will go towards the campaign. The second way is you can donate $50 to GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. The goal is to raise $4,000. Again, we are looking to get 80 people to help contribute $50 to put four law enforcement officers through jiu-jitsu training for a year. This act will be presented in the name of the 2A community. Now we're going to go ahead and jump into a little bit of word on the 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 word on
If you find it in your heart, please share our campaign with others so we can get the three remaining law enforcement officers into jiu-jitsu training. Visit GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training and help us raise money to put some law enforcement officers into jiu-jitsu training for a year at no cost to them or the department. Thanks to the contributions already given, we raised $1,900 of the $4,000 total. For 2020, we are asking everyone to help us raise the remaining funds by 1 March so we can get the remaining officers into training. Again, visit GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training and donate to our campaign. Everyone who donates will get recognized on social media, but if you donate $50 or more, you will get a video shout out personally thanking you. Visit GoFundMe.com forward slash LEO training. Kevin Dixie is hosting his second annual Teach and Learn event. It's a three-day event taking place on Memorial Day weekend, 22 through 24 May in Lettington, Missouri. For those who are looking to become involved in the shooting industry in some way. For those interested, you can sign up by going to eventbrite.com and searching NOC Second Annual Train and Learn event. We are bringing Steve Anderson from andersonshooting.com to Columbia, South Carolina, 9 through 10 April. As of right now, this class is sold out. But if you are still interested in the class and would like to be on the reserve roster, then email us at info at m-wtactical.com and in the subject line, put reserve spot for the Steve Anderson class. We encourage everyone to go out and do some training with your firearm and just get familiar with and what you feel you need to work on to get better with it. For those of us who are into competition, please share the information of your club and the shooting event in your area so we can share the message. This Saturday, if you're in the South Carolina area, registration is open for those who are interested in doing some USPSA action in Charleston, South Carolina, or in Spartanburg, South Carolina. For those interested in shooting in Charleston, look up PGC or Palmetto Gun Club on practice score. If you are wanting to shoot in the Spartanburg, South Carolina area, then do a look up for SPSA or Spartanburg Practical Shooting Association on practice score and sign up and have some fun shooting USPSA style. If you would like for me and the crew to come out and shoot a USPSA match with you, email us at info at m-wtactical.com and let's plan it out. If you are interested and still on the fence for signing up for Battle at the Beach, there are currently 15 slots for Friday p.m. available. Stages are submitted and being reviewed by the Range Masters now. There is talk about some moving still this year. Oh, that sounds like it could be fun. Get in before all the slots are gone, then you have to wait till next year to experience the fun again. The following are the current sponsors for Battle at the Beach. Red Hill Tactical, Red Stitch Targets, The Blue Bullets, Akai Custom Firearms, Hunters HD Gold, who is sponsoring two stages, Outdoor Dynamics, 
Lucky Shot Firearms, Dunham Smithing, Law Offices of McLeod Ruffner, Premier, Shooter's Connection, Lead Star Arms, Safari Land, Springfield Armory, Competition Electronics, and Hornady. Visit www.lowcountryuspsa.com for more information. The Gun Cleaners. Our solvent is, I think, second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you still carry. The Gun Cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The Gun Cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result, is another, and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there. Order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com. Hey, this is Brian Conley at Hunter's HD Gold. If you've never tried Hunter's HD Gold, then I challenge you to find me at a match next year. Go to the website under scheduled events, find out where I'm going to be, come meet me in person and demo a pair for yourself. Find out why shooters across the United States are changing the Hunter's HD Gold to get 43% more light to their eyes, better contrast, eyes that are not fatigued at the end of the day based on the, the colors that we use, and find out the real meaning of why they change so you don't have to. So check us out on our website, huntershdgold.com, and I look forward to seeing you at the range soon. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the M-W Tactical Podcast. Please, go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. This week, we're going to have a discussion with Nate Gray, the son of Lucky Gray, who is the South Carolina coordinator for USPSA. Nate is a 17-year-old young man with the ability to be shooting pro-level within two years. If you listen to the interview with his father, this is a reflection of the drive of a young man who is living his life with positivity and fulfilling his dreams. Check out this conversation with Nate. All right, good people. We are back with the M-W Tactical Podcast. And today, I have a young man. He's the son of the South Carolina coordinator, a very good shooter for his age, and just as humble as his dad. But this guy has a lot going on in life because he does like off-end jobs to help other people. He's still doing educational stuff. Knowing him, he's probably very active in the... I'm just going to bring him on to the show. Nate Gray, how's it going for you, my man? It's going good. It's going good. All right. So um, outside of everything's going good, what is going down with you? Uh, it's been a good week for me, man. Uh, 
I just got done with a award ceremony for football that we held, and it was it was good. Oh wow! So was it like directly for you or just the accomplishment of the team? It was the team, and you you got individual awards and things. I like I got uh, offensive lineman of the year. Nice, <laughs> nice. So does that mean like is some college looking at you like okay we're gonna do this? Uh no sir I'm I'm not going to college for football. Oh man. <laughs> you dedicating all that time and energy. You're like, oh, I don't want to go. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, all good. All right. So outside of football, and of course, we're going to talk a little bit more about shooting and then whatever else you want to talk about. Yes, sir. I want, I want you to tell everybody out here in Podcastville, who is Nate Gray? Um, I'm a I'm a student first. I I try to get all my work done. Um, I go to church on Sundays. I try to put God first in everything I do. Um, I'm an athlete. I like to say myself. Uh, I try to work out a lot. I try to do as much as I can and be as healthy as I possibly can. Hey, that's it. Now, I can't attest to you being an athlete because the first time I shot with you, I didn't expect you to do what you did. All right? <laughs> and, and it was up in Spartanburg. I will say that. And, yes, sir. Um, and I was like, wow, this guy is really good. And over the course of weeks, um, I'm really looking at your scores. And I was like, wow, this guy's going to be awesome when he gets like 21, 25 years old. <laughs> he's he's going to be like Tom Powers probably before that. I uh, hope so. But then all of a sudden, I was like, hold on, something's not right here. And then I started looking at your scores. And then, of course, last week I happened to ask you when I saw you. Yes, sir. Did you get hurt? Like, so I just wanted you to talk about that a little bit. How you didn't give yeah. up on it, but you stayed with it. I, um, I've been really busy lately. I really haven't been dry firing like I'm supposed to. I, I I've been going week to week, and I wouldn't touch my gun or do anything. And that doesn't. That's not an excuse or anything. It, it hurts you, but it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And I ended up. I've been doing wrestling. Uh, recently, that's the sport I'm in now, and I ended up uh, spraining my MCL. But luckily, I, I was still able to shoot, even though I wasn't able to wrestle. Right. But um, I, I'm trying to get back into it now and work everything out. Hey, that's it right there. So, have you ever considered doing anything with jujitsu? I want to box. Okay. Well. I haven't. I haven't really thought of jujitsu, but I I have been thinking about boxing. Yeah, well. You already wrestle, and if you throw boxing into the mix and then go back and do jiu-jitsu, because jiu-jitsu is going to be easier for you because you're a wrestler. Yes, right? sir. And it's just going to be the finishing moves when you get in a certain position to tap somebody out or, you know, consider yourself the victor. But um, if you throw boxing in there, are you trying to say you're doing something towards MMA? <laughs> no, I think um, about it. Hey, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. All yes, right, sir. so all right, so let me ask you this one then. Um, what interests you about shooting in the USPSA? Because you shoot the limited um, division. Yes, sir, I do. Mm -hmm. uh, I like limited. I think I think it's one of the better divisions. I I wouldn't shoot any other division other than maybe open. I thought about carry optic, but I not something I'd really like to get into now. But I. I really like the sport. I, I, at first I did it. I really did it because my dad was doing it and mm -hmm. I thought it would be cool to hang out with him and do some stuff, but I, I really got into it and I, I like what it is. I like the movement. I like being able to have fun with a gun and be safe at the same time. Hey, 
I'm gonna tell you, it was funny listening to you and your dad crack on each other because you got them <laughs> on stage. <laughs> so that was a funny interaction with me being on that same squad that day. Yes, sir. You know, so you said you considered um, outside of limited carry optics or open. Yes, sir. And my way of thinking, I think um, carry optics and open are parallel with each other. You know, yeah, like you got limited 10 and limited. The only difference is 10 rounds. Yes, sir. So, so um, between the two, which one would you actually partake in? Open. I, the only reason I say that is I like nice, pretty guns. I don't like plastic guns that much. <laughs> <laughs> You're expensive. That's what you say. Yeah, you got expensive I, I got taste. expensive taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm actually scared of open. I'm scared yes, to sir. dabble in open. And Why is that? Um, cause the open gun is over $5,000 practically. Yeah. You know yes, sir. And of course it's the shooting. You're going to be faster naturally, but I think I would like it too much that I would put everything else down. Yes, sir. And that's the only reason I'm scared of it, but I do want to dabble with carry optics and I'm thinking about getting, um, a scope. I mean, not a scope, but a red dot and put yes, it on my, my Walther and just plink around with carry optics for a little bit. Yeah, you'd probably be good in carry optics. Eh, I, I think I would be because it will reinforce what I did when I was in the military because yes, we would shoot a lot of bit, a lot with like the aim points on the rifles and all. Yeah. So um, I'm familiar with shooting with a dot, but I don't think it would take over like open would take over for me. And I'm just scared of open. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when did you start shooting and when did competition take its form in you? Um, I've shot really my whole life. Mm -hmm. uh, just here and there. Every now and then I'd, I'd go out to the range of my dad or in my grandma's backyard and we just shoot guns. And then um, my dad got into it uh, maybe three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I got into it about a year and a half ago. And I probably after three or four matches, I really felt like that's something I wanted to get into and do for as long as I could. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome when you actually see like um, the father and son team, you know, shooting a match together. Um, I, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's another guy. He shoots with his daughter. And oh, I, yes, I think that's so awesome. I can't remember his name right now, but um, yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. So I'm like, when you see like family out there doing that and that bond that you're making, but uh, like, that's just an awesome sight to see in my personal Yes, sir. It's cool. All right. So now we already said you partial to possibly switch into open. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's going to be when you actually get your own job because <laughs> I pay my own stuff. <laughs> yeah. You got to pay for it all yourself. So why the limited division now? Um, I started off in limited because that's what my dad was shooting. Mm -hmm. And um, I bought a, I bought a gun from a dude uh, down the road from us, uh, Glock 35. Right. And I, I shot uh, limited with it. I put some money in that gun. And then I ended up uh, getting rid of it, buying a, a nicer rig. And my dad traded a gun to get the uh, Tanfolio I shoot now. Right. And I I just stuck with it. I I think it's the one of the better divisions. There's a lot of people in competition in that division too. 
So I feel like I can compete with people and not have to search for people to compete with, you know? Yeah, and that's that's one reason I like doing limited because there's so many people. So any accomplishments you make in that division, it's like you really got to pat yourself on the back and it's like, I yes, did sir. it, I did it, you know? So, um, but how do you like shooting that um, Tenfolio? I like it. I I really do. I think for the money, it's probably one of the best guns you can get. Hmm, okay. I, I never shot one before. I've I seen one. Um, I don't know if you know who Seth is but from Mid-Carolina. Yes, um, he has one. He just bought one a couple months ago, and I held it, but I didn't shoot it. Oh, yes, sir. They're great guns. I, I love them. Yeah. So I shot the honcho. Tom and Wally let me shoot their um, um, honchos. I like that. And of course, you know, um, I got the STI, I got the Walther. I like both of those. Yes, sir. Um, Rob Teague, he let me shoot his Nemesis. And um, that Nemesis is um, pretty decent also. But yes, sir. I, I haven't shot in a, um, your dad shoots a, a Kai, right? Yes, sir, he does. Yeah, so I, I never shot one of those. Actually, I, I didn't shoot anything from Infinity either. No, that's a lie. That's a lie. Um, I did shoot an Infinity gun. It was at SHOT Show last year. Yes, yeah. sir. But I haven't shot in a car yet. I haven't shot in a car, so I know how that could be. All <laughs> right. So um, let me ask you this question. This question right here is going to kind of put you on the spot. Okay. All right. So what are your top five ranges in South Carolina that you like to shoot at and why? Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> number one would probably be Spartanburg. Okay. I like Spartanburg. They do some a lot of movement, and I I do better when I'm moving and shooting than when I'm just standing still and shooting for accuracy. Right. So I, I like that match a lot. It, I feel like it fits me better as a person. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, Mid Carolina. That's a good range. It's fun to go there. Um, Palmetto. I haven't been able to go there recently, but when I used to go there, it was it was fun to go there. They got a lot of bays, a lot of cool stuff they do. Mm -hmm. Uh, we just went to Sand Hill. That was fun. I like the two little end bays they have <laughs> running through the trees and the, over a pond or whatever else. Cool. Right. right. <laughs> um, and Pontucky and Shooters are real mm -hmm. close to me. Those are good ones. Gotcha. Now, when you did the Sand Hill match, did you slip on that um that plank over in Bay One? I did not. We were luckily we were the first ones to shoot that stage. So uh, it was still slippery, but it, it wasn't as bad as what everyone else had to go. Man, I was um, running a score pad and almost fell off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Foot that gave up. I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you had to strategically drop your magazine so I had fallen the river down there. <laughs> yeah, cool. true. <laughs> and um, <laughs> normally when I do that stage, what I do is when I'm running down that plank, I go to like right where that little mountain before the next target. Yes, and sir. I just kind of flick it over in the dirt area. That's what I did. Yeah, but I didn't do it this time because <laughs> I was more concerned about not slipping. So I just dropped it where I was at, and I was like, hopefully whoever's behind me will pick it up. Yes, and, sir. You know, hopefully. Actually, somebody handed it to me, so I think that's what actually took place. All right, so when I go to shoot, of course, you know, um, I do more shooting with um, Team Taco. And me and the Taco Commander, we do this little bet between, you know, just he and I just as bragging rights to say, you know, oh, I got you this weekend or you got me this weekend. 
you shoot with your father and a group of people, and y'all got this thing called the green gun. Y'all pass oh, around. Yes, sir. Yeah, can you explain that? What's that about? Um, it's like a little, like a rubber gun you would hold, like to get the feel for it. Right. And Clark bought it with like he buys a lot of stuff. That's besides the point. But <laughs> for some reason, he bought it, and we pass it around as like a trophy to whoever wins that week gets the green gun. Oh man! So how many times did you actually have it? I think I've had it four, maybe times four or five. Okay, what about your dad? He's had it a good bit. Him, usually it's him and uh Clark. They pass it back and forth, and Scott Scott gets it a good bit too. It's it's good. It's, it's really it's almost it's evening out a little bit as farther we go. So now, does your dad walk around the house with it, like hanging out his belt or something? <laughs> He has before. He has. <laughs> he likes showing it off sometimes. <laughs> I mean, it's bragging right. So I get yes, it. sir. I get it. We bet money sometimes at like the bigger matches. Like each of us will throw in ten or fifteen dollars, right. and like we'll do that at the state matches. But that's it's fun. Get a little yeah. bit of competition in there. Yeah, and that's why me and um the taco commander um that's why he and I kind of do the bet because it kind of pushes us to okay we got a little bit of incentive here now let's just push it and let's do this yes sir you know, but he's got me like the last two or three times we went out yeah, he's good yeah so the last time i got him was in spartanburg <laughs> yes sir. and um not the last time but the time no it was the last time yeah it was the last time i went to spartanburg um i got him but the next three times he like i said he actually got me but it wasn't about much but <laughs> You know how I go. All right. So um what else is going on with Nate? And what else does what else interests Nate? Let's put it like that. Um, I want to be an engineer. So I I'm trying to get in the hang of that, trying to get internships, things such as that. Um I I really do like school. That sound may sound weird to people, but uh I enjoy math, science, things like that. Um I do stuff with my church, family outreach kind of things, uh, help try to help other people. Um, like I said, now I'm in wrestling, so I, that takes up the majority of my time after school. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, it's, I got a lot going on in my life, but I, I like it. Yeah, I mean, don't ever look at, you know, going to school or learning to be weird. Yes, um, sir. Because for me, when I was younger, I really didn't like school. But then when I joined the military, I was more like, man, I would rather be in school right now, <laughs> you know, because school, I found school boring because reading out of a book and learning, it was easy for me. Yes, sir. You know? So I, I really didn't have to put much effort when I went to school. So that's why it wasn't challenging enough for me. I just put it like that. And Yes, um, sir. I, I struggle to find challenges sometimes because some classes are just boring classes that just is what it is yeah. so I, I try to look forward to challenging myself and like trying to get better in school and doing the best i can like um i'm very proud i got accepted to usc columbia and i'll be attending there so nice nice so usc doesn't have a shooting team but you'll be <laughs> here in columbia so that means i can call you up and be like hey man i'm in the area let's go to the range <laughs> yes sir and <laughs> Mid Carolina is very close. Yeah, that's all I was gonna say. Mid Carolina, right around the corner. <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, when did you plan on going to college? You said, uh, "What am I going to college for?" No, when? Oh, when are you planning? Oh, on going when? To college? Mm -hmm. uh, this summer. 
Oh wow, you starting this? Oh goodness gracious! Yes, I figured you would say like next year or something. Yeah, I'm, I'm a oh. senior now. Nice, nice. So that's awesome, though, man. That you're going to school. Now, did you consider Clemson because Clemson has a shooting team, or any other college that has a shooting team, or you just always was? I want to go to USC. I've been a, a Gamecock fan my whole life. All my mm-hmm. all my family's Clemson fans, but I'm a Gamecock <laughs> fan. However, that worked out. But um. <laughs> I, I did consider Clemson and other schools. USC just offered me the most money, and right. got to go where the money is. So now, because you're the one that likes USC and everybody else likes Clemson, when it's time for like Thanksgiving or Christmas, do you get smaller portions because of that? <laughs> no, I, luckily I, I get to pick and choose my own food. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got you. I got you. So, how did you do on your last match? Let's talk about that. I, I had a pretty good match. I did. Uh, I had. I took too many shots on steel, and mm-hmm. I. I usually steel bothers me for some reason. I don't shoot it very often, and when I do shoot it, I either hit it one for one and I'm great, or I'll shoot 800 shots and never hit it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't like shooting. Well, I used to when I first started shooting. I didn't like shooting that uh, spinning tree. Oh yes, sir. Right? And just going out to Sand Hill, doing all the matches at Sand Hill, every week you're going to shoot a, a spinning tree. Yeah. You know, so eventually I started like shooting the spinning tree more. Yes, sir. I, so, I like um, the stars. I do. And hmm. I, I like shooting steel. It's, it's very rewarding. I just haven't been great at it in the past. But right. luckily, at my last match, I shot it decent. But I know the more I shoot it, the better I'll get. So I, I got to work through it. Yeah, and that's normally what it takes is um, because even like when I was in the military, my thing was if I didn't like something, I would force myself to do it until I felt comfortable with it. Yes, sir. And and, um, it's the same thing. Like whenever I do something, if there's a challenge there, if I feel like it's going to hold me down, I'm going to overcome that regardless of my personal take on it. Now, I still might not like it after the fact, but I'm not going to let it beat me. (laughs) Yes, you sir. Know? That's so, a good mindset to yeah. yeah, and I, I think that's a positive way of looking at things and, you know, just keeping pushing forward because in the shooting sport, if you only focus on what you feel comfortable with, you're going to be plateaued and stagnant and everybody yeah. else is just going to pass you. You will never get better. Exactly. You got to push yourself. Yeah, exactly. So right here, looking at the results from Sandhill, um, you actually beat me in that match. Yes, sir. You know, so I overall time overall time out of the six stages, I did it in one hundred and thirty one point two eight seconds. And you actually did it in one hundred and twenty nine point nine five seconds. Yes, sir. You know, and my overall percentage was sixty one percent, sixty one point eight. And you actually did it in sixty two point five. Yes, sir. Yeah. So like I say, you did pretty good. But then again, like, I think you would have done better with the steel if you would have, like, wiped the steel up. Yes, sir. Yeah. I I had a really good classifier on uh, the bay right before the – it's bay five, where it was the zebras. Yeah, the um, – down the middle. That's what that one Yes, sir. I think I I won that one for the day. Oh, really? Uh, But I I zeroed the other classifier, so it made up for it. (laughs) (laughs) TikTok? You messed up TikTok? Yes, sir. I I don't know. 
I threw a no shoot that first one, and I I knew I was messed up. So then I just did the rest of it. Well, I kind of messed up TikTok also, but I did it on purpose. Yes, sir. And the only reason I did it on purpose was because I just made B class. Yes, right? sir. And I didn't want anything to look suspect or, you know, going into it and it's like classifier. Oh, you're doing all these classifiers and it look good. But at the same time, I just wanted to throw it because I thought I did pretty good on down the middle. Yes, sir. And you, did you do the classifier match in mid Carolina? I didn't. You didn't? All right. So that down the middle was at mid Carolina. And when I did it at mid Carolina, I hit the black on the target twice. Yes, sir. Two different targets, you know. So this time, Sunday at Sandhill, did the same thing over again, but I only hit the black one time. But my time yes, was way better than what it was when I did it at mid Carolina. So um, but it still put me in the C round because I hit the black. If I would have hit the alpha zone, that would have been an A class run. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what mine. I think mine was it was close to A. I think it was 73%. Right. Um, I'm trying to work my way up in B now. Okay. So how far away are you from making A class right now? I'm 67% right now. Oh, man. So you got like two or three classifiers and you're there. Hopefully. Yeah, <laughs> They're good. Yeah. You know, if you're at 67, um, yeah. So you're, you're, no, hold on. Is it 75? It's 75, I think, is A. Yeah. Yeah. 75 is A. So, yeah. Okay, well, you're not that far off. You're closer than me because I'm at 62. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but then again, like I said, I've only been in B class now for a good solid week. Yes, sir. You know, so. All right. So we know Nate is doing college. Nate enjoys shooting and Nate enjoys school. What else does Nate enjoy? Uh, I enjoy spending time with my family. I, I'm very blessed to have be very fortunate with my family situation and uh, I have a very loving group of people. Even the people we shoot with are very great people. I've, I've never ran into anybody that I didn't really like, or I mean, they, they all support you and want you to do the best you can. And, and I, I really like that. I, that's something I love about sport. It's you've got really good people that do this and they want to see you do good. Like they want to do good. Yeah. And that's one thing. Um, I, I can't attest to this because um, this is the longest I've ever spoke to you <laughs> right now. <laughs> but, you know, just talking with your father, um, I can honestly say you are a direct reflection of your father, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but your your dad is a little bit more comical. But, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I enjoy talking to him a lot. Though. I really yes, sir. Do enjoy talking to him. So if the people out in podcastville want to check out your videos, check out your scores, or just catch up with you. How can they do so? Uh, you, my, I do not post a lot of stuff on Facebook. I am, though. I'm going to start posting my videos a lot more. Um, at, I think it's Nathan Gray, or you may can check my dad's Facebook as well. They may be, he may repost them or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can always check my scores on uh, Practice Score. I, that's really it. Yeah, that's that's it right there, man. Um, I think that's awesome that you as a 17 year old you don't so much like focus on social media like other children yes, sir. <laughs> so i'm like man that's kudos right there <laughs> I, I try not to I, I i don't know i look i use social media to look at other stuff like i like buying things on facebook and <laughs> it may sound right. weird but uh, <laughs> i look at it i look at social media different than other people i don't try to portray myself different on social media or anything i really don't post anything at all 
but um, I, I feel like it can hurt you more than it can help you okay. if you use it wrong. But you can you can do great things with it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true too. Oh, so let me ask you this question. Last question before we take off. Okay. Okay. If you had the money right now to buy any gun you wanted to buy, that's not open, only limited, because you shoot limited, right? Yes, sir. So if you had the money right now to buy any gun you want to buy, what would it be? I think I'd buy a honcho. A honcho? I do. I I I really like that gun. I think it's a I think it's cool. They got a cool design going on and it can only go up from here. I mean it's new. Yeah. So one thing I'm impressed about about the honcho is you buy one gun and you're like in three different divisions. Yeah. <laughs> straight that's off the crazy. rip. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the one thing I, I like about the honcho. Um the only thing that concerns me about the honcho is it being all steel. Yeah. Right? And with me, you know, I got I have arthritis in my hand. Yes, sir. And I was a cold weather injury, and that cold weather injury pretty much affects my hand also. And by it being still, and if you're shooting out when it's cold and you're touching it and it's cold, I'm just scared of what my reaction is going to be because I don't want to drop the gun to get DQ'd. Yes, but I, I never had that happen, you know, knock on wood that it doesn't happen. But um, overall, I think the honcho is a good gun, but I don't think it would be the one gun I will buy right now. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So I shot it at uh, South Carolina State. Uh, when they had it there, it, it was cool. I, I liked it there, and my gun now is all steel, so right. It, it'd be it'd be kind of like an upgrade for my gun. Yeah, like I said, if you get it, uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure you're going to be really <laughs> awesome with it. Like I said, you're nipping on that Tom Powers right now. <laughs> you're going to be at that level here in a couple of years. <laughs> all right, so my man Nate, um, anything else you want to tell the people out in Podcastville before we take off? Uh, stay blessed. Stay safe. Hey, that's it. Simple man, simple words. Hey, <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. So once again, this is Nate Gray, the son of Lucky Gray, who is the South Carolina coordinator for USPSA. And he is doing great things. He has great desires. And he has a plan already in effect. So I would suggest everybody go out there and, you know, give Nate some kudos. You know, give him a pat on the back. You know, write him and tell him you heard the podcast. and. I'm pretty sure he'll appreciate it. Once again, <laughs> Nate, I really do appreciate you coming on to the MW Tactical Podcast, and we're going to get you back on here one day. Yes, sir. I'd, I'd love to. I, I really enjoyed it. Hey, that's it right there. So stand by and check out the rest of the MW Tactical Podcast. What's up, good people? Thank you for taking the time and listening to the MW Tactical Podcast. Please. Go visit the M-W Tactical store at www.m-wtactical.com forward slash store and help support our efforts by purchasing a shirt or two. If you haven't done so, go follow us on Instagram and Facebook by searching for M-W Tactical. Hey, this is Brian Conley at Hunter's HD Gold. If you've never tried Hunter's HD Gold, then I challenge you to find me at a match next year. Go to the website under scheduled events, find out where I'm gonna be, come meet me in person and demo a pair for yourself. 
find out why shooters across the United States are changing the Hunter's HD Gold to get 43% more light to their eyes, better contrast, eyes that are not fatigued at the end of the day based on the, the colors that we use, and find out the real meaning of why they change so you don't have to. So check us out on our website, huntershdgold.com, and I look forward to seeing you at the range soon. The Gun Cleaners. Our solvent is, I think, second to none. Our lube is second to none. Their lube's heavier than water, which is just a huge thing. People don't really put a lot of thought into that, just how huge that is to have on your gun, especially if you can still carry. The Gun Cleaners. Oh, yeah, most definitely. You know, you're going to sweat a lot of the other lubes off. With ours, it'll stay there. The Gun Cleaners. And maintaining the quality of the process, the quality of the end result, is another and you guys are able to do both with the process that you have there order your supply of the lube and the solvent at www.theguncleaners.com thank you for taking the time to hang out with us on the m-w tactical podcast remember a new podcast comes out every tuesday if you cannot wait for tuesday go and listen to past episodes to catch up on what you missed Make sure you visit www.m-wtactical.com and see what all is offered on the site where you can't even purchase M-W Tactical Apparel. But please go to our Facebook and Instagram page and follow us on our journey in the sport of competition shooting and the realm of the 2A community. Until next week, keep shooting, keep practicing, and have fun.